Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. I am your host, Nicole, alongside my gal pal, Krista. Hello, Krista. Hey, hey. Super excited to be back here. Very excited. I'm very excited. Last episode, we discussed a pretty important topic, um, self-forgiveness as a people pleaser. Chris and I got to share our experiences and sent you along with some important key takeaways that may help you along your journey. So if you haven't listened to that, please pause this and go back. Um, it's a good one. And uh, this week, we are talking all things the big bad B word, Woo-hoo! boundary. <laughs> I think this is one of our favorites. Oh, I've been looking forward to this one. I like our episode is called If They Don't Like It, Who Gives a Shit? And it's because <laughs> that's the attitude that you're going to have to adopt in order to be successful at creating boundaries for yourself because it's uncomfortable and it can seem mean, but it's so com- like it's so necessary. And Chris and I are going to share um, and explain why share some methods um, that we use with our own personal clients that you can take away and implement at home on your own terms. Yay. Yeah. This is something that um, when we were doing up our list for, you know, how to help people through people pleasing, this one came up and it's for me personally, and I do teach it. And I have found for myself and you might too, Nicole, it's like, it is the cornerstone of self-care. Oh, yeah. And I find it so hard, you know, it's easy to take the bubble bath and it's easy to take alone time and it's easy to take walks around the block and it's easy to nurture yourself, but personal boundaries being your own boundaries is so incredibly important for the recovery of people pleasing. Absolutely. And I'm so happy you brought it up because in the beginning of our journey, I talked a lot about quality self-care and I always Mm. say it's not bubble baths and shopping sprees. This is the shit, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, like you said, this is the self-care practices that you have to be implementing in order for you to, one, protect your peace, but also to be practicing that quality self-care regimen that you deserve so that you can respect yourself. And I just want to put it out there. When we're talking about boundary setting, yes, 95% of it is about setting those boundaries to protect yourself from others, right? Like boundaries aren't for others, they are for you. But also, this applies to yourself. So, you know, setting the boundaries are for yourself for not attending or being around people, places and things that don't serve you that don't align with you, um, that you know, are going to make you uncomfortable, and you're saying yes, for other people, that's being an like your own personal boundary violator, which we're going to kind of tap into a little bit, a little bit deeper in this episode. But I just wanted to put that out there. So boundaries, you know, are necessary to maintain your peace from other people, to maintain and respect yourself and your own energy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're about setting that standard of what you will and will not tolerate, and that goes for your family, for your friends, your coworker, your spouse, and for yourself. Absolutely, and they're they're a way to teach people how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And you, you said it, it's about you. And as people pleasers, because we care so much, we're so scared. And this is why boundaries setting them will be so even just saying no, will be, this will probably be the hardest part in the recovery, honestly. And I think that's why I also love it so much because when you can finally get 
that when you can finally have that awareness and that deep sense of like self-love for yourself, you realize that they're a good thing. And when two people can have boundaries together, when one person can honor them and the other person sets them and you go back and forth and back and forth and you're in relations with people that all have their boundaries intact, there's this deepening of relationships that happen. And there's this, because there's resentments gone, bitterness is gone, open communication is there. And it's like, you just kind of go back and forth with like, no, that's not going to work for me. You know, yes, this will work for me. You know what, when you said that, that really hurt my feelings. And the other person goes, oh, okay, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Let's discuss this. There's this deepening of relationships and there's this, I want to just start off with this quote and then you can continue on with whatever you were going, but it's my favorite boundaries quote. And it's the one about how the people that will get upset at you with setting boundaries are the ones that benefited from you not having any boundaries. And if you, yeah. And if you are in this self-development world in boundaries, you'll see, you'll have seen that quote. And it's freaking one of my favorites because it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. Mm -hmm. When you start to set them, if people get upset at you, it's because they're benefiting you, benefiting from you not having any. So when you start saying no to something or you start speaking up and saying things, they're going to be like, wait, what? That's not the person that I knew. And that's okay. They are allowed to get like that because you're changing and you're doing something different. And they're allowed to be like, wait, what, what you've always said yes to this, or you've always done things that I've asked you to do. And now you're not like, what? (laughs) Yep. 100%. And I love that you said, because that's been one of my favorite quotes, because boundaries and the boundary setting portion of my recovering as a people pleaser has been like the most confusing, exciting, Mm. beneficial phase. And it's never not even a phase. I can't even name it that. It's ongoing forever. Everybody you meet, you know, you have all these people from your past that have treated you a certain way because you have them how to treat you, right? And then the exciting venture is all these people that don't know you, that you get to be like, no, 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 this is me now. This is the version of me that you're getting is somebody that's worked on themselves. And I have stern boundaries and I'm ready. I'm ready to show you those things. Um, but the people from your past, they're the ones that are going to struggle because you're going to recognize and wean out the people that are like, wait a second. Like you said, I benefited from <laughs> from how you let me treat you. Mm-hmm. And now you're changing And that's going to be a segment that we're going to talk about in our next episode of relationships. Oof, it's going to be some stuff, some juicy stuff in that one. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll I'll leave that and not dive into it too much. But I want to go back to what you were saying in regards to deepening the relationships. Mm -hmm. There is a sense of peace and Mm -hmm. freedom and respect when you are sitting amongst people, your people, that's kind of one of my bonus humans, that respect your damn boundaries a space where you can feel heard and validated and appreciated without anything ever being said. It's Mm -hmm. just, you don't have to fight for yourself so much when you're respected by those people. Mm -hmm. I just like, I love that. It's, it's a, it's safe. It's a safety Mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just to why boundaries is, and this, I know this will probably hit a lot of you out there because it was, it did for me too. It's, it's, boundaries will be one of the hardest things to do as a people pleaser. And as somebody that cares too much, what other people think, because we're scared, we're going to hurt somebody else. Mm -hmm. And we're scared of conflict. We're going to hurt their feelings. We're scared that they're going to come back at us. And we haven't mastered the art of conflict yet. And we haven't mastered that we're too attached. Here it is. We're too attached to the outcome of what they're going to be like. 
And so I talk a lot about detaching from the outcome. When I do work with my clients, we do a lot of work around detaching from the outcome of what other people think. Mm -hmm. And that I think in my personal experience and my personal journey is still something I work on. And Mm -hmm. we talk about how this is an ongoing, an ongoing um, work that we will be doing internally. And that is something I still will work on. You know, it doesn't take me near as long as it used to. um, But there's a lot of self-soothing that happens after a boundary has been set. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, that's something I think that you, you have worked on and you talk about as well, but it's like, after I say, you know, especially in the beginning, now it's definitely not so hard anymore because I, I know it's so deeply within me, this, the love of myself overtakes anything else, but it definitely still can rise up when I, somebody asks me to do something and I'll say, no, that's not going to work for me. Or I, you know, I don't want to do that or whatever it is. There's definitely a part of me that has to step back and go, it's okay, Krista. And I talked about this yesterday on a, on a, um, I did a reel on it, but it was, it's okay, Krista, you're allowed to say no. It's okay. If they're upset, you didn't do anything mean. You just stood up for yourself, whatever that Mm -hmm. is. So there's that self-soothing that happens afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said there too, is like you, you value yourself more almost than the outcome of what could happen. Like it's it, the outcome is going to be what it's going to be. And 90% of the time we don't have any control over that. Right. But the fact that you value yourself yeah. more than yeah. worrying about that. I like, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Have you heard the term um, boundary bully? Um, no, but I think I have a similar term of boundary violator. Okay. So boundary bully is, I, I don't know who coined it, but Terry Cole uses it a lot and she's a boundary boss uh, mm-hmm. entrepreneur. And I freaking love following that girl. Um, that lady, she's a psychologist, but she talks about boundary bullies. And um, when I, when I first started and I see this happen a lot and I think that, well, I don't know. No, I think your boundary violator might be different. So I want you to talk about that, but a boundary bully is like me. Okay. So when I first start setting up boundaries, when I first (laughs) started, I felt mean because I kind of was, I kind of was because I was saying no to everything. And I was like, it was almost like I was going the, and this is, this is kind of what true we, this is kind of what has to happen is there's this spectrum. We're saying yes, 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 yes. And then all of a sudden when we start setting up boundaries, it's almost the pendulum swings to the other side where now we're locked in our bedroom doing nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's no, 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 no. And, or someone will say something and you're like, you know what, that really hurt. And you just come right out and spill it because you're trying to find what works for you. You're trying to find that middle ground for you. Because all you've known is this one way where it's been, Mm -hmm. yes, and you've been walked over and you feel resentful. And, and what happens is that resentment starts to come out and that frustration starts to come out on those around you. And someone may ask you something for the third time, or, you know, it's like, are you kidding me? I already said no to that, you know? So it's like, you have this, this boundary bully inside you where it's like, whoa, okay, relax. And that's perfectly normal. And I remember Mm -hmm. feeling like that. So when I found that and she, you know, and I watched her say that, I was like, that's so me. That's exactly how I've been. I feel like a total bully in the way that I've been coming across to people. Then you have this beautiful settling that begins to happen. You find this balance within yourself once Mm -hmm. you've done the work on yourself. And this is where the self-care comes in. This is when we start to realize like, okay, you know what? I can go back out to parties. 
but I'm going to leave at eight o'clock and I'm going to go home and I'm going to, you know, whatever it may be for you. It's that middle ground of, I'm going to start saying yes again, or I'm going to start picking up the slack here and I'm going to start doing this again. I'm going to put myself out there again and kind of see how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, that that's very normal. And I know when I, there are some people I work with, we work on boundaries. And I had one girl ask me, it was a while ago. She's like, okay, I've said no so much now. I don't even know how to start saying yes, (laughs) because it's like, we've worked so much on that. Mm -hmm. And I, and I get that. And it's part of the process. It's definitely part of the process because, and then we may learn, we really like not doing all the things for people because we've done it for so long and that's okay too. You know, it's like, you really get to understand yourself and know yourself. So just know that if you feel like you're becoming a boundary bully, it's very normal and very we'll, find, normal. we'll find that middle ground. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I can relate to that as in like the, I don't give a shit era that I went yeah. through mm. and I got so like, I don't give a shit. Cause I just didn't know what I actually liked to do. Perfect. I didn't know who I liked to do or sorry, who I'd like to do. Sorry. <laughs> nice. I didn't know, like, I didn't know what I liked to do and who yeah. I liked to do what with. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was a very confusing time. So like, like it's easier just to be like, no, I want to be in my own energy and my own, because I found peace within myself. And then, so it was like, nah, I don't want that to be disturbed now because I don't have the tools right yet to protect myself because I was not good at setting boundaries. So I call that my, I don't give a shit era. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I love that you say alone. And this is where you know, I've talked about this before where I'm like, man, I really love being alone. I'm like, there's two reasons. One, I get refueled and I can get creative and I can hear my own thoughts and there's no outside sources mm-hmm. trying, you know, swaying yeah. me one way or the other Two, it's a rejuvenation time. Another thing is because I got nobody else that I have to please around me. It's yes. easy to set up boundaries when you don't around people. It's yep. easier to, it's easy to do all the things when you don't have anybody around. So when I first, I'm like, I love being alone. I'm like, oh, wait it's because I'm not in relations with anybody at this moment. I don't have anybody else around me. So it can be a cop-out as well. It can be, cause it's not true. We need community. We yeah. need people, you know, we're human. We're made for connection, you know, we're made for that. So there's also, and that'll be the next episode that we discuss is the relationship with people, you know, and how that works in there. But I'd say the first step in setting your own boundaries, if you're listening, you're like, I don't know where to begin is, really becoming aware of the red flags that come up. And we may have touched on this on other episodes too, um, Mm -hmm. is really becoming aware of when you feel that bitterness, when you feel that resentment, when you feel that anger, when you feel that frustration of saying yes too much, doing too much, you have no white space on your calendar. You're like, I feel so empty and I feel so frustrated and I feel so full in the same, in the same breath. And I have no energy to do anything for anybody, let alone myself. Those are red flags. And that's where boundaries need to be put up. What does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. And I really like that you brought that up because it's important for, you know, our listeners to be able to relate to those symptoms and know that it's normal and I'm sorry you're there, but it's going to get better. I promise. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's such a huge people pleasing thing, you know, and it comes back to why are you saying yes? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why am I saying yes to all of this? Where is this coming from? Why am I saying yes to, you know, hosting a dinner party for the fifth time this month? Why am I saying yes to working overtime when I'm dead? Why am I saying yes to helping other people through this grief when I am not doing well myself? Why am mm-hmm. I saying what, where's that coming from? And that's all you need to ask yourself is Absolutely. that's the first step, right? It's the awareness. 
as with anything is where is that coming from? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's why that awareness and that observation phase is such an important piece of people pleasing. And honestly, all of the phases and stages that you're going to go through are important. Um, But asking yourself, like, how does this feel in my body when I'm doing these things? Mm -hmm. Why do I feel uncomfortable? Why do I feel exhausted? Why do I feel deflated? You know, it's because you're you're violating your own personal boundary. So something that I did, you know, I want to bring up and I think it's important for everyone listening and just even, I mean, you probably do this with your clients too. It's like, okay, so now I've observed that I'm uncomfortable. Now I've observed that I'm not really sure where I fit in or what I want to do. Now I know that I'm going to say yes to what I want to say yes to, and I'm going to be changing my behavior. I'm big on making sure that we communicate these needs. I think, and maybe you, you can relate, but I went through that. I don't give a shit era. I got real quiet. I got real silent. Um, but that's not really being respectful to the people in your life either. And I can't expect everyone to know that these are my wants, my needs, and desires now. Now that I know what what I want, I can't expect everyone else to know these things until I communicate them. So making sure that, you know, once you've gotten to this space where you're ready to set these boundaries, like what do I do? You gotta communicate with your people, right? communicate the boundaries that you're setting. And then when they're crossed, you have to stand firm on the boundaries. And that'll be the big thing too. And I think we'll talk a lot about the relationship boundaries within relationships on the next one, because I also, um, I'm also huge on nonverbal, I'm nonverbal boundaries as well. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big one for, especially if you're at the, even now, sometimes for me, I can't find the words because I feel like I'm going to hurt them. I have to physically do something about it, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm not saying hit the person I'm saying, remove yourself from the situation or don't attend the thing or, you know, whatever it may be, there's, there's nonverbal boundaries that can be set as well. Um, Oh my gosh, there was something that was, that came to me. My mind was like racing around. I'm like, Oh yeah, that too. Um, (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, it'll come back. But yeah, that's, that's very much. Oh, the follow through. Boundary, right. The follow through with boundaries. I'm, you know, and this is, you see it when you're, if you're not new to this and you've been working on your boundaries, the follow through is incredibly important or it will last. You'll just keep repeating the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. You have to follow through with the consequences that you say you're going to do period. And if you keep talking to me like this on the phone, I'm going to have to hang up. If you, you know, if, if this continues again, I'm not going to be able to attend the function, whatever it is, you know, it's, and then actually hang up the phone, actually don't do the thing you, because if you do let that go, it's going to keep happening because they know you're not teaching, you're teaching them that you're not really serious. Yeah. And for yourself, your, your, your body doesn't believe you. Your mind doesn't believe you. Your subconscious is like, man, you've, you've to let this go before. So you'll let it go again. And then it's like, I'm not going to do that. You say it to yourself. I'm not going to have that drink again, whatever it may be. I'm just using that yeah. one. And then you do. It's like, okay, well, they're not really meaning that. Or I am going to wake up early in the morning and I'm going to go do that. And I'm not going to get on my phone until nine. I'm not going to scroll till nine o'clock. And then you go, eh, whatever, 730, I'll go on there and look. Well, you've broken that promise to yourself. You've let that boundary go. So yes. It, the follow through is so incredibly important for building self-confidence within yourself, especially with your, your boundaries with yourself. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 
yeah. yeah, the consequences are huge. Yeah, one of the um, examples I even had as a as a boundary, like what is versus what is not, is like, please don't shout at me. I don't like it. That's a very. I'm glad you stood up for yourself, right? But if you shout at me, I will leave the room. There's a difference, right? So like with mm-hmm. that action attached to it, it acts as a consequence, but not just a consequence. It's a standard for you. Like I do not accept being treated this way. I'm going to remove myself from the room if you continue to speak to me that way. Action, right? Um, another thing I wanted to bring up in regards to setting boundaries is like the over-explainer. Mm. Oh, I'm so guilty for this. Same. Uh, Same. I'm like rubbing my head as I do this. I'm like, oh. Because we need them to be I, okay with our with yes. our reasoning. I know. We need them need to be to, okay. Yeah, please validate my <laughs> reasoning. You know? I know it's I've, crazy. I've come to learn that no is a complete sentence. Um, that's a quote from somebody else that ain't me. Um, and I've come to like I've come to learn that by Again, I, I've done so much work in cultivating a very respectful, supportive circle of friends, right? Which, again, we're going to talk a little bit about in relationships in the next episode. But I'm lucky enough that I have that where I can say I am not mentally and emotionally capable of attending this right now. Because we make plans for three Fridays from now, and I don't <laughs> know where I'm going to be three Fridays from now. I love the intention. Absolutely, yeah. I would love to see you. But I I don't know what's yeah. going to happen three weeks from now. So. I, I think it's just so important that we don't over-explain. We don't look for validation. We don't apologize through our teeth, you know? Sometimes just being clear and short, straight to the point when you when you have to communicate, because you will, with your reasoning is enough. Mm-hmm. I cannot make it. Thank you. You know, thank you for the invite. I cannot make it. Maybe next time. Yeah, period. Yeah. Who's really going to come back with, are you kidding me? I know. Well, and if they do, then th- that shows you something else, right? And if they There's do, that. yeah, if they do, then that shows you that relationship needs to be yes. looked at. Yes. You know, yes. and, and I talk about that a lot too, is like, look at that relationship. I want to go back to what you said about removing, um, uh, what did you say? I'll walk out of the room. I've got a client that is working on this right now. Cause we all know you guys that the inner circle, usually our partners, our kids, this is where the hardest thing the hardest it's the hardest thing is in there because they've been with you for so long and you're changing. And when I first started setting up boundaries within my own life, I actually had to sit down with my, my husband and my two boys. And I'm like, okay, here's what's happening. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I have got to have help here and I'm not going to be doing this anymore. And I was, I literally laid it out and they were fantastic with it because they were with me on this journey. And they saw how worn out I was. Mm-hmm. And, but it's definitely this, when you've got those people that are super close to you, it's going to be difficult for them. And I've also learned giving them grace to catch up to that is important um, because you could write off a lot of people and just giving them that, okay, they're not quite there with me yet. And that's okay. I've been working on this internally for a while now. Now I'm actually vocalizing it, but she will her, her and her partner, um, have quite vocal conversations, but she has put up this boundary that if that, if it turns into a yelling match, she will remove herself and just go sit out on the step. She doesn't leave the house. She doesn't threaten to leave none of that. It's like, I won't put up with this, with this, how this is going. So she will go and sit out on the front step. And the very first time she did it, it was so hard. 
it mm -hmm. was because she just felt like she, you know, she's like, it was uncertain. It's the uncertainty of how this is going to go. The outcome. But it was the outcome. Exactly. It was, I have to do this for my health because my mental space is going down quick. And I can't, and nothing good is said in that heated moment. You know, it's just not. So you're insulting each other. You're yep. hurting each other's feelings, you know? Yeah. It's going to happen, but that's just becoming aware of that and going, okay, let's, let's just take a beat. Let's yep. take a breath. And that's take a boundary. That's a boundary for yourself right there. of just yep. going, I know what I need in this moment yep. and I'm not trying to hurt you, but nothing's being accomplished right now. So I'm going to go take a breath. Right. And I'm not going to be treated and I'm not going to be treated like that or yelled mm -hmm. at like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, as people pleasers, what's the most uncomfortable thing for us? Conflict. And mm -hmm. we don't want to have conflict. We don't want to be around conflict. It makes us uncomfortable. So when you're creating the potential for conflict through boundaries, that's just, wow, that's a whole can of, can of shit. <laughs> It's a whole nother ball game. It's so a whole other ball game. Yeah. It is. And so the biggest thing that I can say for your takeaway for this one is to become aware of those feelings within yourself. When you feel like you've started to say yes too much, you're, you, you're starting to build up this resentment, this bitterness. I can't believe they have to do that again. I'm not watching the kids for the fourth time this week. Um, have that awareness. And then your action step, and you might have another one too, is try saying no mm -hmm. just to one thing. Try saying no to one thing or try. I have a better you know. one. Are you ready for this? Yeah, go. I'll check my schedule and get back to you. Perfect. Don't even say no yet. I'll check Perfect. my schedule and get back to you. Yeah. Ease it in. E e Let them down slowly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It's I've said that before too, where it's like, I'll, te you know, it's, it's, I had a podcast on this whole thing is if you can't say no, like I just mentioned exactly what Nicole said is I'll check my schedule. Can I get back to you on that? Even if you know in your heart, it's a no, even if you know that, because most yes. of the time we do, especially if it's, I'll check my schedule, but there are times where like, actually I do need to check my schedule. I'm not hundred yes. percent sure. Sometimes it is that, yes. but if even, and I remember even if, even when I knew it was a hard no on a Friday night, I did not want to go out and be like, yeah, I'll get back to you. Let me just check with Carmen, my husband. I knew it was a no. He was my yes. cop out. Like I knew all that. But it was one of those things that I was too scared to just come right out and do it. So I'm like, no, I want to stay home and have a hot bath. Yeah. I want to do nothing actually, you know? So instead, yeah, I just want to chill. I've been with people all week. I've been doing my thing. Bah, bah, bah. The last thing I want is to go and do this. But I was mm -hmm. too scared because I was scared of the outcome. I was scared I was going to let them down. Blah, blah, blah. Were they still going to like me? Would I be ever asked again to come mm -hmm. out? Would they ever, right. right, right? There's all these things of why we don't do it. It's like, well, ne maybe they'll never ask me again. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, I want to touch on the benefits, you know, a lot of the time and in this whole journey of people pleasing, I, I, I can't sit here and lie to you. It's, it's a journey. It mm -hmm. has been a journey. And I will always tell you that there is a lot of light at the end of this tunnel. The benefits of these boundaries, it, a lot of fear comes from wanting to communicate with people and, I have a situation, I, I used to, my, I live in a small town. Okay. So people I dated are friends with my brothers, my friends, all these things. So then I would feel after this individual and I would separate like, oh, there's, they can still be friends. Like my brother or my, or my, 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 my friends, they could just be friends with them. And then those individuals, exes of mine would come up in conversation with mm. my people. And I'm going like, I don't care. It has 
nothing against those individuals that are no longer part of my life, but like, I don't, I don't care. And I remember having a conversation with my brother. He's going to listen to this and be like, oh, cool. But I had to be like, I, I love you. And I, I'm cool with what you're doing in your friendship, relationship, whatever with these people. But I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know what they're doing. I don't want to hear that you saw them. I don't care. And it's not out of disrespect by any means. But since that day, Krista, I have been so respected by my brother in regards to that. And I sat for years with this thought and resentment building up and anger and like, I don't even want to go over there because he's just going to bring up somebody I don't want to listen to. Or then I thought they would judge me and all. I just had a five second conversation to say like, hey, man, you do you. But I just if you don't mind, I would really love to not hear about it. And he was like, yeah, sure. What are we having for dinner? And I was like, ah. totally. we overthink how they're going to respond. We overthink as people pleasers because we're thinking and overthinkers, whatever you are. I love it because it's exactly what I said to my husband. And it was only about a year ago. It was only about a year ago. And I, and we've been together a long time and I've been doing this work a long time. And I finally had the conversation with him and I'm like, okay, hey, you know what, hon? I know that you have this going on. I don't need to hear about it. Yeah. It brings up emotional stuff for me that I've already dealt with, but whenever mm -hmm. you bring it up and I don't need to know all this stuff, that's, that's a boundary for me that I don't need to talk about. And because when we talk about it, it just brings it back up again. I'm like, I'm good. But yeah. if that's something you need to do, go for it. So there, that's exactly, it. it's a personal boundary and it's, yeah. okay. and it's okay. And it, again, he had no idea. He was like, oh, okay, done. And yes. it, it was, it was exactly. So I think we tend, I don't think, I know we tend to overthink how these are going to mm -hmm. go when we do like what you said, setting boundaries, the, the benefits of it, it's. There's so much self-respect that begins to happen oh. and, and it reduces so much stress, so much anxiety. Um, I mentioned it earlier. It improves communication when you're with the right people that you're doing it with. But again, no, it, it even if it's not the right people, it will weed them out. I'm and then again, yep. and then again, it improves communication, right? Uh so it's, it's very much, um, I'd say the self-respect is huge. I think that, you know, when I said that just now, I'm like, that's where it sits for me is the self-respect I have for myself. Mm -hmm. And it will be as simple as somebody sliding into your DMs, you guys, that you're like, I don't want to talk to them or you don't know them. They're just coming in going, Hey, I mean, I don't know about you, but I know as being an entrepreneur and online, there's all these bots, there's crazy people that come in and oh. go, hey, be hey, beautiful. Hey, whatever. And I'm like, block, delete. Whereas before there was a part of me that was like, should I entertain this? Even though I know it's probably not about life coaching, but am I going to hurt them? Like, that's how far it went. Like, it was like, yep. okay, do I, you know, if I delete them, is that a potential client knowing deep in my gut? It ain't a potential client. I'll tell you that for sure. And mm -hmm. you know, they want pictures of my feet <laughs> or whatever it is. Right. So it's like delete, 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 block, 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 nothing comes up mm -hmm. for me and nothing lock, 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 nothing. Bye. It's all boundaries. And it's the self, because you respect yourself so much. You love yourself so much that you're like, and I know when I talk about this, I've had it before and I've done it on Facebook and Instagram where it's like, how do you get to that space? How do you get to that space of being so in love with yourself and res and it's respecting yourself? How do you get there? Mm -hmm. How do you get to that point? And 
I guess that's a question I could ask you. And I know it's a journey. And I know there's still days where I'm like, hmm, well, not really sure how I'm feeling about myself today. Definitely. There definitely is. And I think age has something to do with it. I think a lot of the listeners are, you know, I turned 50 this year. I would have to say the last 10 years is where I've really seen, you know, and it doesn't have to always be that though. And that's what I say. I'm like, you're not, what are you? 31. And you're feeling it already. You feel I, I, I felt it four years ago. I was going to say, and what happened, what I see with you is that that'll only get more and more and more and more. It's like when I'm around elderly people that are like 60, 70, they're like, oh, just you wait. It just gets better. And I'm like, I can't wait if this gets better. Cause I already feel so good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I already yeah. feel like, oh my God, your give a shit meter goes through the roof by the time you're my, and I'm like, yes, I can't, but I've heard it. I keep mm-hmm. hearing it from people that are much wiser than me and much older than me. And that are on this path. And I'm like, I, I can't wait, yeah. you know, and because it's true, it's this, this point that comes and there's no one big, like it, it's a progressive work of seeing yourself, becoming aware, doing the internal work, realizing what you deserve and don't deserve. And I think a lot of it comes down to really becoming aware of yourself, your inner, how you feel, how your body's reacting. You mentioned a little bit about your body. Mm-hmm. Is somebody violating a boundary? Are you so done with feeling that way? Mm -hmm. And then making the changes. What does that look like? And can practice. I talk about that all the time. It takes so much practice. Just do the thing. Just Just... do the thing. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be hard. You're going to feel guilty. All the things. Yep. I can always tell my clients, like, you're not doing the work. Absolutely. Oh, but I, no, you're not doing the work. Because the work, like I've said it before, sometimes it's just basic. It just seems basic. But, you know, to go back to you, like what you're saying, like, how do we, how do we get to that point? It's like, for me, it, I think like I was so disappointed by other people. I had to recognize that no one was coming. Mm. It was just me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had all these, I don't humbly brag, incredible qualities about myself Mm -hmm. that I was given to everyone else. But I just had to flip the switch. Mm-hmm. which sounds a lot simpler than it was <laughs> no but it's true though it's you true get to yourself mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. you, we we read the quotes it is all over social media fill your cup do the stuff it's like we're so occupied by caring and being concerned about everybody else mm-hmm. it's like if you could realize that everyone is on this earth for themselves to care about themselves you get so mad at people being selfish just because we're envious <laughs> yeah <laughs> we my wish sister- we could my sister, be like that. Absolutely. My sister says to me all the time, she's like, man, we just, if we just understood how much people aren't thinking about us, yes. if we just fully understood how much people actually don't think about us. Oh my and God. so I do use that when I, when I go to say things or when I go to do things or when I go to post on social media, because I still mm. will feel that little blink of like, Oh, I wonder what people are going to think. Like half the time they're not watching my shit, you oh, know, even so though kidding. I want them to, I'm like the half, the t- you know, they're scrolling even saying stuff on here, it's like, we're going to reach people, but yes. not the amount that we think we're going to, you know, it's mm. like, okay, what is this one person? Well, that one person isn't going to be listening. So you're fine. You know, it's okay. just, I know it's so, you know, it, it, we do, we care so much what other people think. And yet we're giving way too much. Um, what's the word? Energy, power, power, energy, exactly. To them not even doing that anyway. So Yeah. 
Okay. How do we want to wrap this up? I love it. How do we want to wrap up? Boundaries is huge. If you need help with this, reach out to Nicole or myself, because this is literally the foundation. That's the word I was looking for. The foundation 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 for self-care is and cornerstone. All of that is boundaries for helping recover from people pleasing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to just say two things. One, watch the words that you use when you're giving to other people something I wanted to bring up earlier, but I'm going to bring it up now. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you is not a statement you should ever be using. One, it's extending yourself far past your limits. And two, it's not realistic. We are giving ourselves too much to people. And the words that we use sometimes, they're a reality, right? So we got to watch what we're saying to people and how much we're overextending our help, our support, our energy, Etc. And be careful of boundary violators. Okay. Uh, there's a quote about um, somebody's crossing the line. It's like, well, then your line is not deep enough in the sand because if boundary violators are still coming into your energy and still disrespecting you, you got to draw that line a little deeper. So they fall. I want to go back. I want to go on that one next week. I want to dig on that one even next week, a little bit further, because that'll yeah. be, re- that'll be relationship and violation of boundaries in relationships. And what do you do about that? Mm -hmm. Because that's, because boundaries, I would say, I mean, self boundaries can be easy to break absolutely with yourself. They can almost be easier to break actually than with other people. Uh, You're doing it every day. You're doing it every day and nobody's there to really call it on it or there's no conflict. You just live with the internal conflict Mm -hmm. and that can be shown through physical ailments as well. And I think your body never, I don't think your body never lies to you. So if you can really tune in to that and what's going on, um, you'll be able to understand your boundaries with yourself, but, um, okay, real quick. When you just said, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. I have said that. And I want to know what's something else we can say to somebody. So say that there's something that somebody's going through and we say, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. I know I have said that before and been like, please don't respond. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. I, and I, and so I don't say, let me know if there's anything I can do for you unless I actually mean, if you need me to drive to Europe and go grab a shirt for you, I'm going to do it. Like exactly. I don't, right. I don't, because I know there's like, I can't do anything. So I actually will say things like, I know there's not much I can do right now for you in this time of grief or whatever it is that you're going, mm-hmm. but if there is something specific, I'll see what I can do is kind of how mm-hmm. I will say something, but like, what's yeah. something that you would suggest if somebody's like, well, that's my go-to, right? I don't know if I can do right. anything for you. Like that's my, I say it all the time. It's like almost a habitual sentence because Absolutely. we want to just right. Absolutely. two things. One, one thing, just because you had said, but don't actually answer is my favorite thing is I live just out of town. So when I'm in town, I'll message family members or whatever and be like, I'm in town. If you need anything, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to Walmart only. I'm going to Walmart. If there's anything you need me to pick up there, right? Like you love need it. to make specific. it specific. Mm, I love it. So if my friends or my family or someone's going through things, I used to overextend all my, my time all the time. I I'm big on not answering the phone if I'm not available anymore, et cetera. I'm also big on texting my friends. Do you have any mental energy right now for me to have a conversation? I need to vent. I need to unload. If you don't have it, it's okay. Similar to that. Mm -hmm. If my friend is going through something, Hey man, I I'm actually driving home. It's a 30 minute drive. I'm driving home at six. If you want to give me a call, I got some time. It's just, 
not just making any time of any point. Mm, Be specific. I love it. Be specific. You need Mm. boundaries because people keep these cell phones, man. I know. This does not give you 24 24 hour access to people, period. Period. It was, it's funny that you say that because my sister and I are down in Montana two weeks ago and we're in Kalispell, which is a city in Montana. Of course, mm-hmm. we're from Canada. So we're down the States. We're like, oh, look at this so we're in Hobby Lobby and we're doing Target, you know, we're doing all the things and she gets a message from someone back here and they're like, Hey, if you hit Costco, we don't have this here. Can you go there? And she's like, gets off. She's like, we're not going to Costco. And I said, no, we're not going to Costco. I'm like, are you, that is not an in and out. I said, okay, well, how are you going to respond to that? She's like, I don't know. I go, you're telling her we're not going to Costco today. Like, that's what you're yep. saying. Cause it's easy for me. It's not my person. Right. So she's like, yeah. unfortunately we're not going to be hitting Costco. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, no, we're not doing because it is, it's, it, you have to get specific of where you are, yeah. it's just, but it's little things like that. This is where it all starts, right? Like uh-huh. this is where it all starts with setting boundaries is really becoming aware of when you're just saying yes. And it's like, and it can be habit. Nicole, oh yeah. We know how habitual it is to just go, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, oh, wow. I, I am sure out. I am yes out. Yep. Yep. So it's and the only, the only person you can blame is yourself. Like if I'm driving around after I asked my mom, is there anything you need in town? And she goes, yeah, I need something at Walmart. I need something at no frills, different ends of town. Just so you know, <laughs> and I'm driving through town, pissed off and resentful. Yep. That's a me problem. That's a, that's a you problem. But we, you know, but the thing is we take it out on them. Yes. We get mad at them for asking. We get mad at them for asking. And that's the big, so. Which they didn't even ask. We asked them if they needed anything and you're just hoping they don't answer. (laughs) That's exactly it. Right. I I know that that is going to relate to so many people out there the way you talk. 100%. Anyways, I could talk about this stuff for three more days. So. Do you need anything? Do you need anything? Don't, don't answer. Please don't answer. (laughs) I know it's so true. Okay. Perfect. We are finito. Yes. Wrapping this up. So next week we're talking about boundaries in relationships and mm-hmm. how that looks. And um, yeah, I, I'm excited about that one because it's definitely still boundaries, but it's a little deeper um, dealing with, you know, at, period. It, it's just, it'll be a great one. So definitely talking about those circles, right? Yep. Inner circle, outer circle, yep, uh, exactly. and the difficulty of setting boundaries with your close people, but it's necessary. Okay. If you loved this episode, you guys, please take a screenshot of it and share it onto your favorite social media platform. Tag Nicole, tag myself so we can say thank you. Um, And we'll put it down the show notes so you guys know where to tag us at. But thank you so much for being here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We will chat with you guys next time.